Welcome to Big Skywriter, the podcast for storytellers of all shapes and sizes. Whether you write novels, teach classes, or just tell your friends what you did last weekend, if you're a storyteller, this podcast is for you. Here's the host of Big Skywriter, Clint Morey. Thank you, Mark. And thank you for dropping by to listen. Episode 48, We See Your Face. Now, those who know me know that I love technology. I am absolutely fascinated with the things that man has created through the years. Cars, planes, phones, refrigerators, radio, TV, spaceships, even social media. Now, I can remember watching TV as Neil Armstrong walked around on the moon. It was a live broadcast. Of course, it was delayed a few seconds because of the distance and because it had to be relayed from Earth stations that had massive antennas, but it was live. And in my lifetime, I've seen the development of microwave ovens, wireless phones, which, by the way, are more powerful than the computers NASA used for the moon landings. Er, oh, I've seen heart transplants, and the list could go on and on. Now, in case you don't know this, man did not evolve from a primordial soup. Now, I'll save my evolution talk for another day, but the Bible clearly teaches that man was created in God's image, and he was intelligent from the beginning. Now, if you know the story of the Tower of Babel, you'll know that God chose to confuse the languages and scattered people around the world because man was so intelligent. Here's a quote. The Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do and nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language so that they may not understand one another's speech. That's in Genesis 11, 6 and 7. Now think about that. God said that since they could speak the same language, nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. And we've seen that demonstrated throughout the centuries, millennia even, of human history. Nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Now, I'm reminded of that truth with every step that I take. Walking was almost an impossibility for me because my knees hurt so much. The bones were rubbing against each other and it was just painful to even move. And then a doctor put me to sleep, cut out my bad knees, and put in new ones. And now I walk without pain. I love technology. Nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. I'm also reminded of that truth every time I leave my house. Before I go out the door, I turn on my home security system. It can tell if someone opens a door, or breaks a window. Its motion detector can even tell if someone just moves around inside my house. And if my system detects an intrusion, my security system will contact the police. 
Now, I know that system works because I was taking care of my daughter's dog one day and I left the house and I forgot to set the system to allow for the dog's presence. Well, my security system's motion detector picked up on the dog's movement and when I returned home, there were a couple of police officers at my door. They wouldn't even let me enter the premises until they had checked the house. Still, I love technology. Nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Okay, there's my personal assistant, Alexa. I think Alexa is a she because she sounds like a she, but then I'm not very woke, so I could be terribly wrong and needing to grovel before the truly woke and beg for forgiveness, which probably wouldn't be given, but that's another story. Not wanting to become a phobic something or other, I asked Alexa what her personal pronoun was, and she responded, I'm an AI, so I don't have a preference. Well, since she doesn't have a preference, and since I bought her, she is a she. Now back to Alexa and how I use her. If I wonder what the definition of a word is, I just ask Alexa and she tells me. If I want to translate a phrase into another language, I just ask Alexa and she gives me the translation. If I want to know if a local store is open, I just ask Alexa and she tells me the hours of operation and even offers to call the store for me. Now, my wife and I have devotions each morning, and one of the things we do is read a section from the Bible. We have our Bibles open, and I ask Alexa to read aloud to us, and she does. Uh, I'm a writer, and one of the scripts I'm working on is set in the 1920s and 30s, and to help me get the feel for the time period, I ask Alexa to play songs from those years. It's the music my characters would have listened to. During the day, I often ask, ask Alexa to play inspirational hymns. And sometimes I just run through a list of songs I remember from my younger days. You know, the classics like Purple People Eater, Beep Beep, Love Letters in the Sand, When I Fall in Love, Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. You know, the really good stuff. And sometimes I'll ask Alexa to play the songs from a musical like Oklahoma or Man of La Mancha, Fiddler on the Roof or one of the other musicals I remember from my youth, back in a time when I was considering acting as a possible career. At night, my wife and I like to read a book together. We get comfortable, and I ask Alexa to read the current Audible selection we're working through. Alexa picks right up where she left off the previous night. And before I go to bed, I ask Alexa to turn... <laughs> Okay, that was Alexa in the background there. Before I go to bed, I ask Alexa to turn off the lights in the house and set the alarm for the next day. And when the alarm goes off in the morning, Alexa gives me an encouraging phrase and tells me the weather report for the day. It's amazing. The current weather is <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. Now, you have to be careful of using the term or you get answers from Alexa even when you're not asking. Now, a thing with Alexa is she listens all the time to everything. Amazon promises that she only listens when she hears the key word. But that means she has to be listening all the time to hear the key word, which begs the question, 
What does she do with what she hears? Now, Amazon says not to worry. But I can trust Amazon, can't I? Which brings me to today's topic. We see your face. Nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Now, you've probably heard of facial recognition, and it is amazing how far that technology has come in recent years. A camera, and there are cameras everywhere, captures a picture of you and almost immediately knows who you are and a lot of stuff about you, some of it very personal. Perhaps your phone requires you to take a picture of yourself just so you can access its features. Perhaps you have to take a picture of yourself and submit it online in order to use certain products, especially those dealing with your finances. Perhaps you work in a place where facial recognition is used to allow you to enter certain parts of the building. Some of the uses of facial recognition seem helpful. One company, Structure, has a product that was particularly useful during the pandemic. Not only would it recognize who was heading into a business, it would also detect if the individual was wearing a mask, maintaining social distancing, and it also used a thermal camera to detect the individual's temperature. Pretty nifty, huh? I probably should admit that I invested in that company. Uh, but <laughs> there are other uses. Nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Another company, Clearview AI, has used its tools to scrape more than 20 billion images from the internet. They didn't ask you if they could do that, by the way. And they tied those pictures to the names of individuals. The company sells its services to several thousand agencies, mostly law enforcement, around the world. In the U.S., that includes the FBI and the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. Now, just suppose a local police department has a fuzzy picture of a crime being committed that was captured on a business's security camera. If the department is a user of Clearview AI, they submit the image. And if the individual in the picture is one of those 20 billion images it gathered from the Internet, the police department would receive back information about the person in the picture. You can see why law enforcement agencies like this product. But some people are concerned that this technology puts our individual privacy at great risk. Okay, but it's not just identifying the bad guys. In Moscow's metro system, they're testing a face recognition system to pay for a ride. All a traveler has to do is look at the camera near the entry gate, their credit card is charged, and they can board the metro. Now, I have a seven-minute video that I encourage you to check out uh, if you have my show notes, and you'll see a news show on that particular system. It's pretty convenient, isn't it? No credit cards to pull out of your pocket or passes that you have to display. Just look at the camera and board the metro. Isn't technology wonderful? Which brings up the question, what could possibly go wrong? Well, China is using the technology to monitor their entire population. Now, I have another video, and I encourage you to check it out. It's about six minutes long. 
Now, and this video is almost four years old, so you can be sure the technology has become much more powerful. But notice the kind of control facial recognition gives to the Chinese government. They know when you leave your house, who you hang around with, if you leave an area where you've been told to stay, if you belong to a certain group, when you go to the market. The technology has developed so that it even reads a person's emotions. The citizens are under constant surveillance. Now, if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. The government reassures its citizens. But one writer who was fired from his job says, you can't do anything the government dislikes. The government even uses the technology to name and shame individuals who break a law. How would you like your name and photo displayed on a large monitor on a building for everyone to see because you took more toilet paper than you were allowed to use at a restroom? Or you jaywalked? That's one of the ways the government tries to discourage crime. So it's time now for you to stop and think. If a government any government has access to facial recognition technology. Do you think it would use the technology control to control the population? And remember, population is just another word for you. And I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat or an Independent. Would the government use such a tool against you? Now, I may have mentioned earlier that I love technology, but I'm also terrified about technology as I see the power it can give to a government. Reviews. I have a recommendation for you. Created Equal is a documentary about Clarence Thomas. Now, most people only know what the media has told them about Clarence Thomas, which just is another way of saying they know very little that is true if anything at all. Now, whether you like or dislike Justice Thomas, I would encourage you to watch the movie or read the book or listen to the Audible book and learn from Clarence Thomas's own words what it was like for him to grow up in a poor neighborhood, what it was like to experience racism, and many of the experiences that he went through that helped him develop as a young man, a lawyer, and eventually a Supreme Court justice. I also have some articles that I would encourage you to read. Uh, I've linked to them. If you're in the show notes, you can just click on it and you can go right to the original source for these articles. One is called War on Words. The left seeks to define, redefine terms like female, pedophile, and even recession. Another one is called Multiple Abortion Survivor Says God Helped Her Forgive Birth Parents Who Did Everything to Abort Her. And the third one I would encourage you to read is why college degrees are working against many job seekers. Okay, I think they're interesting readings and I would encourage you to check them out. Before I go, I'd like to share a blessing with you from the Old Testament. May the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord's face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious to you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. Number 6, 24 to 26. Until the next time, be the reason someone smiles today.